This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. This is Gerald Turner. On Monday, October 15th, we will once again ask for your assistance to raise the needed finances for the next six months. Please pray and ask our Heavenly Father what He would have you to do towards reaching our goal of 195000 By returning your pledge card to the station before the 15th will be a blessing and an encouragement to each one of us. God bless you, and have a great day. Bug Off Pest Control, a corporate underwriter of WCNO, provides commercial and residential pest prevention. If you're looking to control ants, roaches, fleas, ticks, or rodents, Bug Off is there to help. They are licensed and insured to serve Martin and St. Lucie County. David and Esther Lunder of Bug Off Pest Control may be reached at 343-1177. That's 343-1177. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. So David said, I've got to find due order. And as he began to seek the order of the Lord, he found out that the ark was to be carried on the shoulders of these consecrated priests. Then how many of you know he really had a parade after that? Because the next time he came in the parade, he took off all of his kingly robes and he stripped down to his underwear. And watch this. From Obed-Edom's house all the way to Zion, which is almost 13 miles. Somebody said 13 miles. Six steps. One, two, three, four, five, six. He would stop and he would offer up a sacrifice. Six more steps. He would stop and offer a burnt offering. Six more steps. And he would stop and offer a sacrifice. And he did that all the way from Odab, Edom's house to Zion. Every six steps. So now there was not a bloodbath of people. There was a path of sacrifice that was laid before the presence of the Lord. And watch this, watch this. The number six is the number of man. And David was saying, I'll do all that man can do. That's as much as I can do, and I ain't going to take one step further. I'm going to do everything God's given me to do with what I got. And God, if you don't take that right there, I ain't taking another step. I ain't going any farther. I've come to the end of myself. I've done what I can do. Now, God, do what you can do. Hmm? And he took off his kingly robes. Why did he take off his kingly robes? Listen, I'm not looking for people in this house that can learn how to quit putting on the show. I'm looking for people that will just take off their kingly robes and say, I'm not here to be somebody. I'm just here to serve. I'm here to do what God's called me to do. I'm here to quit being an apostle. I'm here to quit being a pastor. I'm here to quit being a teacher and a prophet. I just want to be a worshiper. A worshiper of Jesus. Huh? Does that mean all them other things and titles, man? We just were dignified. David said, I'm going to be undignified. In fact, his wife said, you make a fool out of yourself dancing in your underwear in front of the ark. 
You've lowered yourself below the people. He said, you listen to me, woman. I'll become even more undignified. Than the Bible says he began to dance violent. Hmm? Come on now. You know what? David danced in front of the people. We got people, we got leaders in churches that they won't even, they won't even hardly lift their hands because they don't want to be undignified. You can't hardly get some of these people to clap anymore. Let alone dance. Let alone run. Why don't you go ahead and crawl in your coffin? In fact, the most dignified people I've ever seen were at a funeral. Hmm? They ain't breathing, they ain't smiling, their eyes are closed, but they're dignified. Come on, amen. David said, I'm not dancing as a king, I'm dancing as a man that understands that had it not been for grace, I wouldn't be here. That had it not been for mercy, I couldn't do what I do. So I worship the Lord, not in the robes of my position, but I worship Him in spirit, and I worship Him in truth. And he brought the presence of God into Zion. Now watch this. When he got the ark to the hill of Zion, he built this booth around it. He just built a little booth right around the ark. A tabernacle. The only problem is, is he lifted all the curtains on every side so that no longer God was hid from the people. But now everybody and anybody, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, could behold the beauty of God. Could behold the presence of the Lord and inquire at the tabernacle of God. Anybody can come to Zion night and day and stand. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evil men come upon me to devour my flesh, in this I will be confident that He has given me a tabernacle right in the midst of my trouble where I can lift up shouts of joy. Oh, let me inquire of the Lord to behold the beauty of the Lord. Hallelujah. Right in the middle of my mess, I could behold the Lord. Why? Because now God dwelt in the midst of the people. And anybody, anybody, Jew or Gentile, people of the covenant, people that were not of the covenant, anybody could come and see the glory of God. They could see the presence of God. In other words, it was a whosoever promise. You want to come to the hill of Zion? Come to the hill of Zion. Come on, tell me David didn't have a New Testament revelation. Watch this. David hired musicians. Uh, you know, I hope somebody is listening to this from a denomination that don't believe you should have musicians in the church. David hired musician worshipers to continually be on Zion 24-7, non-stop worshiping God. They were always playing. And out in Gibeon, seven miles away, was set up the tabernacle of Moses. And the priests every day were going in and trimming the wick of the candle, taking care of the candlestick, sacrificing bulls and goats, and doing all the rituals of ministry in this mosaic tabernacle, and there was not even an ark there. Seven miles from Zion. Listen to me very carefully. It is possible for there to be organized religion that carries on its duties as if nothing ever happened while there is dancing and shouting and praising going on in Zion. Out in the wilderness, there's a ministry of death. There's a ministry of condemnation. A ministry of separation. A ministry that builds walls and separates people. A ministry of prejudice. 
While up in Zion, there's a people who no longer have judgment, but they have grace, who no longer divide folks, but bring people together, who no longer segregate, but make everybody one nation. They no longer are prejudiced against people, but they are a whosoever will come people. Come on, somebody shout this morning. I don't know about you, but the writer of Hebrews says, I have not come to that mountain that is touched by fire where people are afraid of God, but I have come to Zion, the city of God, the city of David, the heavenly Jerusalem, the company of those who have been justified by faith to a just God who is all in all. That's where I want to worship God. I don't know about you, but I want to go to the hill of Zion, not to some dead works. I think we in America have worshipped at the tabernacle of death long enough. Come on, somebody say it's been long enough. Watch this. Moses' tabernacle was a tabernacle of silence. I don't like all that noise. Too loud. People are too loud in that church. Huh? All you could hear out there at Moses' tabernacle was the sound of a few bells on the priest. So that when he walked into the Holy of Holies, he wouldn't die. They'd be able to hear if he went down. If the bell stopped ringing, they knew he was dead. Hmm? There was nothing. It was a ministry of silence. But over at Zion, there were trumpet players trumpeting. There were dancers dancing. There were strained instruments being played, making a sound. And how many know that sound attracts God? How many know God moves on sound? Huh? Jesus. Over here in the Mosaic Tabernacle, you had a male-dominated ministry going on. It was all about the men. It was all about ritual. It was all about the right. Who had to come from the lineage of Levi. They were the special people. And if you weren't from the right stock, then guess what? You couldn't get into the tabernacle. But over at Zion, it was a place where your sons and your daughters prophesy. It was a place of the outpouring of the Spirit. Your young men and your old men see visions. And and your children and your handmaidens begin to work in the Spirit. It was a whosoever place. Amen? I really believe it's time for that ministry of separation to come to an end. And the church in America today, don't you? Where people separate and segregate. And the ministry of prejudice be brought down in the church. Well, they ain't like me. I don't want to have nothing to do with them. Why don't you stop and shut up and stop crying? And grow up and be who God's called you to be. Huh? So you're being awfully harsh this morning. I'm trying to give you some truth that will bring you to a new level of living if you'll receive it. Amen? The ministry of Zion, a Zion church, needs to rise up in this place, in the earth, that says men and women Children and young people, old and young, servants and handmaidens can all come and worship in the presence of God. Ladies and gentlemen, there are seven letters to seven churches in the book of Revelation that Jesus spoke to the prophet John about. The last two churches that he spoke of were churches that represent the age that we live in today. There was a church of the outpouring of the Spirit. A church that moved in power. A church that moved by the Holy Ghost. And then there was a church of dead works. A church that lost sight of the King. A church that had a kingdom mentality, but it was self-centered. Not God-focused. Listen, I believe that God wants to do something in our house 
that goes far beyond what any of us can imagine. And he's just looking for a few good people to say, Lord, I'll do it. There's nothing more important than the move of God in this next generation. I'm telling you right now, we are always one generation away. One generation away from losing the truth. See, there's something very special about God. The Bible says that God chose Abraham because he knew that Abraham would command his children after him. I told the kids in youth group Wednesday night, Abraham was an astrologer. He was a stargazer. Didn't know nothing about God. He was getting all of his information from looking at the stars. God didn't choose him because he was special. God chose Abraham because he knew that Abraham would take what he learned and pass it to his children, and they would pass it to their children. That's why God picked the Jews. That's why the Jews are still a nation today. They are the only nation on the face of the planet that is an ancient civilization that still exists today. There's not another ancient civilization on the planet today. And to this day, their very existence is still being threatened and hated. They have enemies on every border. Come on, are you seeing what God is showing us this morning? See, we need to understand something that in this apostolic move that is taking place in the church, this, this prophetic move that God is doing in the body, that it's not really about us. It's really about Jesus, and it's really about empowering this next generation with truth so that it can be changed into the likeness of Jesus Christ. And if we don't take what we have and give it to them and handle this move of God properly, not only will we turn the next generation off, we will lose what God gave us. And everything we do here will be for naught. See, there's a major responsibility to being a believer, ladies and gentlemen. Not just so that you can feel Holy Ghost chill bumps and go to heaven someday. If it were that simple, God would just let us be born and then we could check out a minute later and go to heaven. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth.
Oh, this is Apostle Henry Walker. I want to invite you to listen to my broadcast, God's Timing is Everything. A broadcast that teaches about God's timing and His season. That God's Timing is Everything broadcast heard every Saturday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WCNO. And the heights and breadth 
of the riches I now possess because of your love. So I'll pause at your gates once more as my heart and my spirit soar, and I'll wish I could love you more, my God and my King. So I'll your gates once more as my heart and my spirit soar and I wish I could love you more my God and my
adoration adoration to
WCNO, Palm City, the good news station. Welcome to Family Matters, a daily look inside the real world of parents and their children. 